0: Welcome to part two of our conversation. If you missed part one, be sure to go to our podcast library and get caught up. Without further ado, please enjoy the rest of our conversation. So today I'd like to welcome again, a Albert Moe. Albert, so since my frames come in so many different materials... I'm always wondering, you know, when we are always washing frames, you know, acetates, plastic frames, good plastic frames, are we drying them out when we're washing them? Is this UVC doing damaging either the surface or the structure, or is it drying out the frame? Is it making the frame fade? You know, like, I I just worry about some of these really beautiful frames, some of the, the materials that are on them. So maybe you could tell us, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, definitely a
1: legitimate concern. Um, Actually, I haven't really talked too much about the UV machine, uh, even myself in terms of advertising it, uh, because I'm still kind of in that testing phase right now. I've been told that it works, it works well. Um, I'm I'm lucky because I have access to acetate chips of different varieties, and so what I did was I took a clear piece of acetate and a black piece of acetate, and I just threw it in the machine. I uh, ran it for five minutes uh, every run, and I've been doing it for probably about... It's, it's been in there for about an hour and 30 minutes now, um, every run. So it's been several runs. The black material isn't really affected that much in terms of fading. Um, in terms of its malleability, I don't notice any kind of differences after being exposed. Um, basically what it is, I took a clear chip that's about, I don't know, uh, three inches by six inches. I cut it in half, so it's three by three kept one as a control and Mm. threw one inside the clear actually does start to change color a little bit. It Mm. starts to turn a little bit yellow. You also have to bear in mind that this is after 130 minutes, which is what is that divided by five? I don't know (laughs) off the top of my head. It's, it's, it's It's quite a few exposures. And so, um, and it's also the fact that I'm comparing side by side to the original. And so if you simply just have one frame that's uniformly in one color, you're not going to notice that much. I would say there's probably about a 10 to 15% variance in the color at this moment. So yeah, it does, UVC like does affect it a little bit.
0: So when I think of putting a frame in a box, I haven't looked into this unit much. I did look at one online and, um, and then I've spoken to a colleague who's been using UVC for uh, a number of years now with his frames. And I asked him, well, what's it look like? He says, well, I take a frame and I put it in. And I said, is that the frame with the temples open or do you fold the glasses? Oh, no, I just take, you know, the whole thing and I throw them into the box and the UV light and, you know, just envelops the whole frame in that, which makes me wonder, especially after watching um, a video on one of the products available, I think you actually have been playing with this one. How do you get the UV into every spot on the frame people handle them and I don't know how viruses go do you touch it and it crawls along it goes into a you know a, an area of the frame that's um, whereas I know that if you're washing that frame you're rinsing it away I don't know if you're scrubbing it with soap so is that a is that a concern about which unit you use like how do you get around this issue of not getting the UVC into all the nooks and crannies Yep so that is again a legitimate concern for specifically for this uvc light
1: light only travels in a straight line so really um one thing that i gotta mention is uh there is a there is a difference between simply exposing something to uvc light like uh there are products out there um even online it's like literally just a a bulb that you shine you, you it's handheld and you shine over it versus a uvc chamber and so chambers are really what a lot of people are um, talking about that are a little bit more effective. Holding it in your hand, and kind of shining it back and forth. First of all, you, you, you risk the potential of, of exposing yourself to the UVC. Uh, 254 nanometers isn't great to, to expose yourself to. UVC light like, immediately starts burning you. Um, Harvard has been doing some other research on 222, but we can get to that in a little bit. Um, with regard to full exposure, a lot of the chambers are uh, either highly polished or there's a reflective surface on all sides of the the chamber. Having said that, personally, I I still feel more comfortable if you put it in for, you know, uh, a couple of minutes, five minutes or something like that, and then flip it and then do it again, just so that you're getting all of the angles or as many angles as possible. Um, and that generally speaking should help. Um, but again, a lot of this stuff is really up in the air. Uh, the, the UVC light has been proven to be effective, but it's really on 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 you to. It's the onus is really on us to make sure that it, it covers all of the surfaces and as much area as possible.
2: So, I mean, you touched on a good point as well earlier. Um, a chamber co- uh, compared to just a, a light that you'll shine uh, over. I mean. There might be that one person in your dispensary that does most of the disinfecting of the frames. Now, I mean, what are the risks? I mean, again, skin burns, um, you know, your eyes, if it, you know, is there a big difference between the chamber and, and the, the, the actual lamp that you pass over? And the other thing as well is somebody, um, I was reading a blog and they were mentioning that there might, some lamps might have a small amount of mercury as well in the lamps and I mean, overexposure to mercury, you know what that can do. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. If you, you know, Yeah. Um, I'm, with regard to the mercury,
1: I'm, I'm unaware. So I really can't comment too much on that aside from the fact that yeah, I, I acknowledge that mercury is potentially dangerous to you. Um, so unfortunately I can't really say too much about that. Uh, so w- what was the other part of that?
2: Uh, uh, the, the amount of exposure to the UVC uh, chamber versus uh, just the the handheld lamp and if that's one person that does let's say a hundred frames a day. What are the risks there?
1: Right? So um, In terms of the risk, it's it's I Personally I wouldn't take it uh, uh, the, the chamber basically in ca- Basically encases the, the lamp completely and so there's no there's no leaking of, of any of the UVC light outward to expose it to anybody at all um, given the option I would probably err on the side of caution. Um, I, 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 I'm not versed enough to say, yeah, no problem, don't worry about it, versus, yeah, definitely don't use this device. Uh, I, I don't want to kind of side on either end of that side of things, but with regard to the UVC chamber, what I can say uh, definitively is that the chamber effectively removes that concern. And so hopefully that helps answer that question.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Albert, have you heard anything about um, using ionized water? Have you heard um, any of that? Um, I, I've
1: heard of ionized water before. Um, it's uh, actually um, one, of, one of my childhood heroes, Bill Nye the science guy, was really <laughs> pushing that product a lot because um, I know that they were using that in Japan years and years and years ago uh, just, to, just to remove the... Uh, uh, the the germs and, and 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 anything on fruits and vegetables they were cleaning it with and even toilets and stuff like that they use a lot in Japan uh, mm-hmm. I'm unaware of its effectiveness uh, on COVID again it's 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 one of those things that's like maybe
0: I don't know um, yeah yeah because yeah, um, in our dispensary. My son who's my manager, he did some of his research and he was looking for things at the beginning of the pandemic and we found something called the iClean Mini and it uses ionized uh, water and we're using that and his research that he could find at least said that this would work against this virus. And actually I have one in the home now and I'm not worried so much because I hunkered down and I'm still hunkering down seven months later, but I'm using it just in the kitchen, just spraying the sink and uh, the dishcloths and things like that. And you can smell the, uh, when you're spraying it, you can smell that it's ionized. Mm. And I've sprayed some things that, you know, like the the J-cloth that's sitting on the edge of the sink and it's, it changes it completely. If you could smell anything, it's gone. So I'm hoping that if that's the proof, it's doing something. Yeah, yeah. I imagine we're going to, in the days to come, we're going to find other ways of disinfecting and and taking care of things because this virus isn't going away, and it might be the beginning of a lot of other really strong viruses. Yeah, (laughs) that's scary. But uh, I think that actually raises a really good point
1: in that um, it's really hard to test the efficacy of a lot of these solutions and options right now. I was joking with my wife when I was first, like, just getting a lot of samples in from all over the place, from China, from Italy, from the US. Like, how do I test this? I don't know. It's like, do I just kind of smear some raw chicken on it and then (laughs) lick it? And if I I don't get sick, I'm okay. Like, I don't know. This is one of those things where we're kind of sitting around and we're like, um, how are we sure? And so, with regard to going back to the UBC chamber, they have these little cards that they provide. And you you toss the card inside, along with your frames, and then as the exposure goes through, the card will change color to prove at least that the UVC bulb turned on, and that it's actually doing something. So, and again, it's like uh, the 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 the, the hydrochloric acid that we mentioned before, um, the ionized water that you're mentioning now. Um, I think that's a really interesting way of testing things. That the, the smell, the lack of smell. Um, again I, I don't know if covid has a smell either so yeah, i know that yeah. whatever that you're killing is definitely that yeah. or whatever was creating smell is definitely getting killed but again these are all things that are kind of up in the air right now
0: it's really- well it's true you can't you know with all your research you're doing and you know looking at different products you just can't go down to the science store downtown and buy <laughs> some covid you know yeah. on some frames and then uh take a microscope and look at it. So uh, yeah, yeah. So there's a challenge. You've got to believe what uh, the researchers on the different products tell you.
1: Yeah, and I, and
0: I do think that uh, one of the nice things is that uh,
1: the scientists that are working on this, uh, they're very cautious in the, what, what they can and they cannot say because when they say something, and like we're, we're just talking here, we can, we can just talk, we're not the experts. When, when, but when the expert's actually using mm-hmm. something, it carries a lot, a lot of weight. And you can't hurt people because if they don't know, right. And uh, I think we should definitely take caution in saying that as well. I, I'm definitely not expert. We're opticians. We've done some research. And so certain things are logical. Um, but again, it's not 100% right now. The virus is still quite new.
2: Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's important for our listeners to understand, uh, like you said, we're not experts. So really do your research. Mm. and go with what you feel comfortable with and what you think works the best for you. And, and keep reading and listening to, 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 to these uh, experts uh, and what they tell us about all these new devices and different ways to protect ourselves and put our clients less at risk.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, I mean, um, with regard to sources and stuff like that, just, just bear in mind where they're coming from not to say not not to kind of um, uh, disregard stuff that's coming off of Facebook and stuff like that but sometimes if you're reading the article and it's uh, from like say something like uh, Nature which is usually a respected industry magazine it's, it's peer-reviewed coming from different uh, specialists I personally usually take that advice a little bit more seriously than maybe the stuff that my mom is sending me about, about this, this, thing. yeah. So, so home cures and home remedies and stuff like that. Just be, be careful. That's, that's really, I think one of the biggest messages that we can send.
2: So Albert, again, thank you very much on behalf of the OOA and all our listeners. Oh,
0: well, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Albert, so much. We do appreciate it. It's great to see you finally after all this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So take care, and uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you for listening to See What We See with Lorna Martin. Be sure to follow us across our social media pages so you never miss an update or an episode. You can find us on Twitter. At OOA underscore frontline. On Facebook and LinkedIn, we are Ontario Opticians Association. Follow us on Instagram at Ontario Opticians Association. That's all one word. We look forward to seeing you again on See What We See with Warren and Martin. Take care and stay safe.